Hey, what's up, guys? Just want to give a little backstory on this last on this uh, episode I did today. So this guy, Shab, dude, this guy is just so. I cannot say enough good things about this guy. One of the nicest people I've met. Uh, flew in from uh, Atlanta to come in to perform at the Northern Touch Music Fest. Uh, Shay, the owner or runner of this event, uh, hit me up. He's like, "Hey, got a guest for you. He's a great guy." I'm like, "Well, obviously, if he's friends with Shay, he's friends with me, right?" Had this guy on, dude. Oh God. Damn it, this guy was fun to be around. I drove him around for the weekend. We went to the Forks, showed him around the Forks, showed him around the city. His manager, Liz, an amazing human being as well. I can't wait for them to come back next year. Uh, you guys are really going to enjoy this one. His music's apparently just been going nuts down in the States, so this will be, be a really fun episode for everyone. Uh, catch him again probably next year, I guess, but uh, he'll be, he, was, he was here for the weekend. It was absolutely amazing. Canada Day weekend because this will be a little bit uh, out a little bit late, but yeah. Guys, this was a really, really, really fun episode. Guys, I'm really excited for you to listen to this one. Denzel was there. That's a Denzel big one. That should always be the biggest. And Denzel, they go ape shit. I'm in Denzel in my life. You think you're Denzel? You think you're walking to a room full of cops with a bunch of confidence and swagger? That's what Denzel does. Denzel got the smoothest walk-in show business, don't he? It was an amazing experience with Denzel because he was a complete legend, you know what I mean? He's been around longer than I've been alive in a sense. And Let's swing for the fences. Let's offer it to Denzel. Uh, thank you so much for coming over. This is huge. I've been looking forward to this for a while now. Boom. Uh, did you want mix or are you going to... Oh, you're... Boom. Do you join Winnipeg so far? The people are real good people. Like, I've Americans, maybe internationally, people make fun of Canadians for being so friendly and so polite. So I just sort of take it for granted. But also, in Toronto, we're not that friendly, polite, like, <laughs> at least to each other. So then coming here, it's like, oh, yeah, this, like, in a very, in, in the best way possible, the people here are real nice, real good people. Sometimes I forget about it too. Like, this is the first time I've ever really done like a festival meetup and pick up and drop off or whatever. But and then I, I sometimes I forget that like oh yeah we are like Canadians are good people until like I hear people like reengaging it in my head like yep. when you when you say it it's like oh yeah right the stereotype does hold up still right exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly no I always I always forget that how long have you been living in the states for so I've been in the, I've ever since like I was prized. 16 in Toronto was like, all right, you start going to New York, you start going to New York, and you start spending more and more time there. Mm -hmm. I've been in Atlanta since the end of 2016, so about like two and a half years. Oh, okay, okay. And um, before that, I was in LA for um, about a, a year, but then when I got to Atlanta, then it was like, okay, this is the, this is something's happening be, here, yeah, yeah. something's happening here, so yeah, so shift, so um, yeah, I guess about three years you could say it's been in the states doing this like you know doing music sort of properly or professionally or whatever you want to say so before so 16 you decided to you were going no to no i'm just I, i'm just saying that as an example of like um coming to the states was always a thing but that but it was still very periodic it was right, still yeah, like yeah, okay. okay here um for as long as i can be here for a summer here for okay here's for six months but then there's always coming back to Toronto, coming back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until about three years ago. 
And then what made you fully commit to moving to the States? Like, was there like a moment you had where it was like, oh, I got to stay here? Or it's like, or just too much back and forth is getting tiring or? So I don't actually, someone actually asked me that sort of, someone asked me the question, they're like, how is this your first Canadian show? Mo, Mo Little actually yeah, asked yeah, me okay. that. So then I had to go back and think about it. And like, huh, like that, that is odd. I'm, a, I'm born and raised in Toronto. Like, how is this my first Canadian show? Like, like, you know, two years after things started to take off. Mm -hmm. And then um, I realized there was no moment where it was like, okay, I have to go to the States. I remember what, and I've seen a lot of Toronto people this weekend too for the first time in a long time. And then we're all joking that obviously you know what it would be like to come up in Toronto. Why put yourself through that? <laughs> obviously you just left. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm laughing at the joke because it's funny. But then I remember thinking back and it's like, no, like that wasn't it. It wasn't like I don't want to deal with like putting into work here. I don't want to deal with whatever, you know, like the stereotype is. So I think it was just, if it was sort of like a environmental factor, mm -hmm. which I, like, I, I can't remember right now, but if it was something that's like, oh, I don't want to be here, yeah, it, yeah. it only would have been the winter. Because I did go to yeah, LA. Yeah, yeah, so so yeah. then it's like, or I was supposed to go to LA. So that's, so that's, um, I guess how I ended up here. I think just, but, in reality, what it was was just there, there was more opportunity. Uh, yeah, that, that's what I was gonna lead into. Yeah, because I, I have a couple buddies that do music too. They're um they're in a group called Life of Kai. Okay. I'm not sure if you heard of them. I'll show you them after. Mm -hmm. They're pretty. They're one of the bigger ones in the city. Uh, that well, to me, anyways. Yep. Uh, but they go to L.A. once a year, and they're slowly becoming like, we're not coming back. I think it's always the next trip is like we're not coming back. Yeah. We're no, we're not coming back. But it's like eh, I know you'll come back. But I think it's like Canada can only take you, I think, so far. Other than like Drake, but I'm sure he. But did even the, still, he did the same thing, right? Yeah, Toronto to exactly. LA or wherever. He's in LA right now. I mean, everywhere. It's like State, like the states. But I I think Canada can only take you so far with especially hip hop music and even like I'm sure like acting, comedy stuff like that. Yep. And then the states is just it's just a whole. It's way bigger. There's yep. more opportunity. Like LA, it's on its own is already like mm -hmm. the mecca of all things creative, film, photography, music, acting, comedy, all of it, right? Exactly. So I, I think I think anyone that gets into this like hip hop, rock, music, whatever is always like the states is I think an end goal for them. Like even when you were like fifteen, sixteen, where you're probably just starting music, eventually you knew you would end up in the states. I'm sure, right? Well, that's sort of what I was saying with New York is that even even like beyond music in Toronto, there is mm -hmm. this thing with like the hustlers, like everyone who's like up to something. There is this, or at least there used to be this sort of just acceptance. And it was a it was a positive one, but an acceptance of like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna end up in New York. Like yeah. I'm a hustler in here. I'm There is gonna be a ceiling and I'll just go to New York. And this could be for making money or for whatever. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, I, I don't know if, I mean, I definitely don't have in my head that I wanted to get to the States. Yeah. If anything, it was the opposite. It was right? whatever that next level was, though. And if it, so be it. If it was the States, it was the States. Based. And, and, you're, and you're right about all the things that you said, for like TV, film. All of it. Nice. Comedy. Yeah. You, like, I mean, I guess there are Canadian bands like like Nickelbacks and like all oh, Billy, those. Billy Talent is a big Canadian band, too. Who, but, but, but I think that the ones who just, they can't exist in Canada. And, and, and you know? Maybe tragically hip or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right for rap and and in general for anything. It's like, well, if you want to be the biggest star, if you want to do the most, have then, yeah, like, 
Canada's what, 30, 30, 40 million population? Yeah, where <laughs> LA is 30, 40 yeah, million, right? Yeah. Like, so, but, but there's definitely nothing of like, oh, I want to get to America. Yeah. You know, maybe, yeah, that's some like. And again, like you, like you mentioned too, like for me, it's like if I were to move anywhere just because I hate winter. Yep. Like, why would I give up an opportunity to live in summer or like Basically, summer year? They have a Miami you know? like, and LA, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. like even their winter is like R plus third. Like their like their winter probably is like. Well, it, it, how, My, how cold is Atlanta Miami? Get? Miami is the one place that I know of in the states where in the winter you can still bank on being able to go to the beach, but That's, it might. But it'll be like, you know, maybe low 20s is the lowest that you can still bank on. And that's the perfect weather. Uh, <laughs> my man doesn't like the heat. Mid, my no. man does not like See, the heat. See, I always think like, oh, I'd love to go to L.A. or somewhere down there just so I can golf year-round. I could December, Christmas Day, I could go golfing if I wanted to. Arizona is where people go for that, but that might be too hot for you. I, do you know what? It's a dry heat, though. I've been there before. Like, I've been to Vegas and all that new, like, New Mexico area and stuff. Yeah. It's a dry heat, though. Like, I'm not sweating buckets nearly as bad as I was, like, just walking from the hotel to pick you guys up. I was already starting to like. You got my the white guy sweat. And, yeah, yeah got literally, it. yeah. yeah. And, I, and I can't dress any less. Like I can't. No, and the white guys anymore. with the sweat. You're the same white guys who know how to like fix a car with your bare hands, and like <laughs> if you get lost in the forest, you'll figure it out. Like I don't know, North Star or whatever. Yeah. You can open beers with no opener. I do with my teeth if I have. To, yeah, yeah. So oh, that's all the way. I never. <laughs> so yeah, you guys sweat a lot, but whatever. You're good just, people. Just, and, and yeah, and just you, a and, sweaty white guy. And yeah. if you could just wear the same outfit every day just find that black t whatever so whatever simple thing you would yeah i i know i know the dna i haven't taken these shorts off and i fucking i don't know i wore blue ones yesterday because i was trying to dress up a little bit but uh, that, was also, that was also tia's call not mine i walked out in this outfit she's like you're wearing that i'm like oh i guess not <laughs> i can change uh so what got you into music in the first place i always find that such always just a fascinating story like what was the thing that got me into music was Growing up, rap meant something to me, or like hip hop. It's sort of like a different concept, I think, now. Mm -hmm. It's like almost like when you hear Joe Budden talk, like hip hop, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. There was something with rap that spoke to me and gave me some feeling of like, hey, this is my thing. And then I was good at it. So that's what first got me like interested in music, what first got me making music. And then it took a, it sort of, I had to come back around to it being like, yo, this is the thing I'm gonna do. So then, um, which is more, you know, recently like heading out to LA and all that. Mm -hmm. So when, so way, like, when did you first start like getting like? Do you have a memory of when you first kind of started getting listening into music and like who, like, who are the artists you were listening to at the time? Yeah, I think I can remember. I think from the news, like Tupac dying. Oh. I think I only started listening to Tupac after that. Um, like it only came into my, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, but he was probably the first rapper that. Yeah, that I think I was a fan of. I'm trying to think who else. Like, I remember listening to, like, Nas and Wu-Tang and all that, but I don't yeah. think I had an appreciation for, like, for Nas, definitely until, like, you know, later on. Mm -hmm. um, I found those guys a little bit, like, correct me if I'm wrong, and I don't know, and, like, my rap knowledge is very small. Yep. Other than, like, Tyler, the Creator, shit like that. Sure. <laughs> uh, I found that Tupac, especially people talking about him, he was so lyrically gifted that you could find a lyric in everything he was saying that related to you where i found with like wu-tang again like if you're a huge fan obviously the lyrics speak to you but wu-tang was more for like it just got you moving like wu-tang was a like a like a pump-up anthem where like where like you could like listen to uh uh tupac and be like oh he's rapping to me right now that's what that's what i've ha found from people who talk about it again i 
no one Tupac song, but yeah, yeah. No, I think that so with Wu Tang, the part that got people feeling good in the same way that people who listen to Pac could be like, oh, he's speaking to me, mm -hmm. is one, like they were the first people out of Staten Island, okay, right? Staten okay. Island's like the you know the like the other borough. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So there they had like a active base. And then they were the first like group to do it like this, like this big, this big of a squad, all rapping like this. So there was this excitement because it was something new. I guess like, what, okay, so with these guys we saw yesterday that, is, that we were saying, uh, like these guys are good performers. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. These, with this sort of like, these white rappers doing some punk sort of like Winnipeg thing, like the, the, it's, it's the vibe we saw yesterday. A little, a little twist on it, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Like po post war is a good example, of right? That. That's, that's yeah. And there, but but there's something good going on there. Like I fuck with that. Like there's something good happening there. I fuck with that. It's not like, um, yeah. There's there's something genuine there happening, and because of that, you can sense this like excitement. You can yeah, sense this yeah, little yeah. excitement, or you can sense this like. Uh, vibe in that that community. Mm -hmm. So now take that concept and just like you know, multiply it because when that when Wu Tang was popping, it was like yeah yeah, a, yeah it was a wave. So that's sort of what the um, but that's sort of what that excitement was. And then I guess if you could relate to that stuff of just that, that street life, yeah, yeah that's then, true too. Yeah yeah, right? yeah yeah. But with Pac, it was a bigger thing. But it was all part of the bigger thing was that he did speak on societal issues in a way that like. That actually resonated very felt, much more it broadly. It felt relatable to everyone. Where yeah, yeah, I guess because like you know everyone talks about their life, and then in the lives of people who you know like grew up in a certain way, there'll be injustice there. And then if you faced similar experiences, then you'll be able to relate to that experience. Mm -hmm. But Pac would just say it more like you know I guess it, clearly or relatably yeah, in a general way. That yeah. You, yeah, yeah, okay, I get that. Yeah, and get that. and that's beyond just in the bars. That's like. You know, in in just interviews and all yeah. that shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, too. and that was another thing too. Like I've listened to a couple of interviews. It's like, wow, this guy's like quite the, the knowledgeable. He knows his he knows his market. He knows who he is, and he promotes the shit out of you know. Yep. So what? So then you say you're listening to this rap and stuff. Then like, when does it turn into I want to start doing this like recording writing? Yep. Was it was it was it just from you just like rapping in your car? No different than me like listening to an Eminem song and just get going at it like is it the same idea well because I came around back like because it was sort of like high school was would have been when I'm rapping um you were writing your own lyrics and yeah writing lyrics and, and rapping yeah, yeah. but then like you know the as far as we took it was like you know recording on someone's like computer at their crib and whatever little microphone comes yeah, built into yeah, the computers yeah, yeah. back when computers looked you know like a the, little the box yeah, yeah more yeah, like yeah. that yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. right so then, uh, so, you know, that was just, but whatever. I mean, I, I think someone knew how to, like, remember the words burn CDs? Yeah, oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So then. Uh, I was around for burning CDs. Right, yeah. right. So then that, so then some, I'm, I, the stuff is on CDs somewhere. But um, that was the extent to it. And then, you know, I went and did school. And that's like, so, the, so, so that's why I had to come back around to it. But then the moment was when I realized that it's like, now nah, this uh professional life yeah 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 it's just not the nine to five wasn't for you huh and, and it's not just that because like that can be kind of cliche that the nine to five isn't for me and and it, that is true yeah, yeah yeah but it was also that do you think you were meant for something more was it yeah, kind of the same part, idea yeah like, yeah I'm, yeah I'm, not that i'm better than nine to five but like i deserve better than nine no to five. not even 
maybe I deserve better subconsciously, actually. Yeah. Deep down, I'm sure, like, Probably. well, I want to be rich too, but I want to be famous. That's a good point. That's a good point. Subconsciously, yeah, yeah, I you, guess so. You think so. you deserve it, the universal servant? To a point, the, I guess. No, 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 right? no. I, I, well, to a point with that, I hadn't heard that before, but, but yeah, like that, that for sure is, like, it can only be helpful to have that in mind. But more that, I guess it was just like, that isn't gonna work. That, like that, none of that's gonna work. So, which is ideally that's not the way that you get to a decision of like process of elimination. It's like, all right, well, nothing else can go. It, like ideally, I had not done any school and just been like, all right, this is it, let's go. Yeah, 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 yeah. But whatever, you know, risk averse. And in Toronto, it's like, like a brown boy from Toronto in Canada. It's like just. It, it it wasn't even in my brain as a possibility. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it's, oh, not, yeah. it's not even like, oh, well, I could do this, but, you know, odds are against me. It's like, no, like, what are you talking about? Like, that's, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's the road that got me there that when it was like, you know, a few years later, like, in school, that now, like, nothing here is... The wave for me yeah no I, I get that i get that and you know how many people probably have had famous people just had that one bad day and been like you know what this isn't for me and then they go like a good example so joe rogan had a guy on his podcast a few about a month or two ago he's he rescued uh an old tesla so he bought a tesla from the scrapper it was they tried to drive it through a deep puddle, and I guess the puddle was a lot deeper than it was, so it was completely flooded right off. But it was an intact working Tesla. Like the, the body, body and all that. Body, everything was fine. I think that he replaced a door too, but and then he needed a new engine because so it went it went fried. It, it flooded. It's a it's electrical engine in in a, in, a, in the water, right? So, so so if a regular car got flooded, it could possibly live, but a Tesla's I, for sure going to be done. Yeah, just because it's electrical, and okay. like once the wiring's damaged, there's mold and whatever. I, he explained it in such a way that I was like, all right, I just believe you, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, this right? is, yeah. I'm just an idiot listening to this thing, right? So then he he's building this Tesla, he's rebuilding it, because he wanted one, but Teslas are like 150 grand, right? So he bought a Tesla for $20,000, but needed to rebuild it. So he basically bought the body, all, yeah, from everything his, yeah, except the engine. Except for the engine. So then he's going through it, trying to fix it, trying to fix it, trying to fix it. And then he ends up buying just a Tesla motor for 30 grand. So he's only at 50 grand total. He's under the third of the price of what a real, like a brand new Tesla is, right? So he's putting it together. He's making YouTube channels. Now, now he is the first ever solo mechanic working for Tesla. Because if you buy a Tesla, you have to go through the head company to fix it. Where this guy is opening shops to fix Teslas mm. now, but it came to the point where like he was going to L.A. so often his work his full time job was like yeah you got to either pick this or that so he quit and now he's living in L.A. working for Tesla now. Oh, so, so now he works for Tesla. Yeah, so, so he but he owns his own shop. Elon Musk was just like yeah okay you like, can keep doing your own thing you, you do your own thing but you're my employee because obviously he wants a penny off of it right <laughs> like sure if Tesla's gonna make money off of it somehow that's, that's, that's how great. the world works right. Yeah. But it just always makes me laugh or think about, like, the guy just had a decision to make, and he goes, you know what? Yeah, my other job just isn't for me. This is more fun. It may not make me more money right away, but this is more fun, and I think it'll be better for me in the long run. Yeah, I think you got – I mean, I think that way that he – it seems like he may have got there of having the dough coming in from this other one. Mm -hmm. That's the ideal – that's the way that you could do it with com complete comfort. Yeah, and, well, and also starting a business, you're never really making profit – 
off well, the get-go. And that's why it's hard to just make that decision earlier. That's why yeah. it's hard. Like, so when you're in a comfortable place and you're like, oh, this shit sucks. Let mm-hmm. me go do something good. But there's, a, there's you're time, starting, there's yeah. no dough. Then, then, there's yeah. times when your hobby becomes a little bit too much of a hobby. And it's like, okay, well, now I'm sacrificing my career here. And that's how, that's how I want this podcast to go one day. I would love the decision to be like, I could do this full time, but it's going to be you know, kind of shitty for six months. Yeah, I'm not going to turn down that opportunity. Yeah, I went to school, but this is way more fun than school. <laughs> this is I'd rather do this than sit at a yeah, desk all day. Yeah, this is your own day, thing, right? right? Yeah. So, was, did, so did you have like a song pop off, or like did you have like was there a moment that was like I want to know the moment where like you know like some people they get that little taste of like yeah. oh my song hit 10k views I think yeah. I got something here. What was that moment? I guess the moment because I got the email that you sent me and i'm we're gonna go through it after but i want to know how the song the the song would definitely have been just text so just text is the one that did it in like the atlanta strip clubs and sort of that's the song that i think when most people hear shah or at least that's what i at least i thought (laughs) that when most people hear shah just text is um the joint that they heard but i guess you're coming to winnipeg people know the new songs even more so i guess that's good but um just text was the thing and then i guess the moment it was like um, I remember, I, th- I think Liz was there actually. We got Liz, my agent, um, behind the here scenes. Behind, us, behind the scenes. And I think we were at, um, V103. So V103 radio station in Atlanta where Greg Street, um, uh, is. Greg Street is like legendary rap radio personality. Oh, so okay, like, okay. A- after the New York guys, I guess, like after like, Breakfast Club and maybe Flex, Funkmaster Flex. Oh yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Then probably Charlemagne and stuff. He's, after, like, he's like, yeah. After those, after those names, I think, yeah, I think that like someone, the source or someone does their like ranking, their power rankings, and then like, he's like number four, number five. Oh like wow, that. so for, yeah, that's for, pretty pretty big done, yeah. Yeah. So we were so um, so we were there. We were at this um at Greg Street's show because Swamp Izzo brought me there. Swamp mm-hmm. Izzo had basically like I guess just sort of become my DJ. Swamp okay. Izzo is, he's Cash Money's DJ, Cash Money Records, the oh, record yeah, label. Okay, okay. He's their DJ, and he helped break a lot of artists in Atlanta, like like Young Thug. Oh, wow. And Future. Oh, when, shit. When Future's name was, like, before. Like Pre-Future? I, his name was Meathead. And I think... <laughs> And I think I, I think it may have been swamped. It was like, well, dog, like you, you gotta you're from the future. That. Like you yeah. should be, you should be. You call yourself future. And then beats meathead. That's like one of the God. That's pretty bad. Yeah, that's like a <laughs> yeah. And then I forget what the other one was. Maybe I can't remember. If it was Gucci, but someone who was like old school. Yeah, okay. Someone okay. Was like even before. I'm like, oh shit, Swamp's been around for a minute. And then there was um, an artist in Atlanta named Bodega Teasy. Okay. Who sort of took me under his wing. His wing, yeah. Like he, so he's he has had hits in Atlanta um, from right after like Waka Flocka got big. He was part of that same, I guess, camp or extended whatever. Okay. So he had a couple Atlanta hits after that. So he's known in Atlanta. And then when Just Text was getting big, his song, um, One of You, was also like, oh, yo, a new a new song from a new artist. Oh, no, wait, he's not a new artist. He, like, this is a teasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I guess just both of us sort of doing similar things, sim- being similar places with like a song taking off. He just then, you know, taught me game and was someone that I could trust. And then he's the one that got into Swamp's ear mm-hmm. of like, yo, Shah, he's good people. Fuck with Shah. This guy's going to go. Fuck with him. 
because um, I guess getting Swamp's cosign is like not just it, it's it, you know it's it's having a name attached to you that's recognized, right? Yeah, that, that's a there big one. Yeah, 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 that's a big one. That's a big one. And I learned what a big one that was in Atlanta because then, as soon as that happened, or I guess as it was happening, then he's like, "All right, meet me at the radio station, um, whatever, like whatever time it was, probably rush hour." That's the six a.m., seven a.m. No, uh, probably uh, oh e the evening p.m. rush okay, hour. Okay, okay, okay. So like four, six, whatever, whatever it was. That's when everyone's tuned in, right? Mm -hmm. So go there and get up, and I, I don't think he would have said anything. Oh yeah, and I remember calling TZ, and I, t I told TZ, I'm like, yo, Swamp said meet him at the radio station. What does that mean? Or not even what does that mean, but like, you know, he's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's good. Make sure to bring the record, mm -hmm. bring just text. I'm like, oh, okay, like, but he just said just meet, meet him, like, just meet him at the radio station. I think that he just means like, oh, whatever, we'll just chop it up. He's like, no, 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 bring the, bring the song. So bring the song, Swamp meets us, go upstairs, see Greg Street. Greg Street was one of these people where like, when um, Toronto people knew that I was in Atlanta and mm -hmm. like I was gonna, oh, things are happening here, I'll be here for a while. Mm -hmm. Multiple people were like, yo, Greg Street, you gotta get to Greg Street, like try to fuck with Greg Street. Wow. And then I'm like, my personality is like, uh, like I, you know, I'm not gonna chase and like- It happens, it, it happens. It happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. And then Swamp takes us up the elevator, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's Greg Street. Greg Street's hosting the, hosting the show. And we're just talking, chit chatting with Greg Street. He, it comes up that, you know what I'm doing. He's like, oh, let me hear the record. He's like, plays the record. Like, okay, <laughs> oh, right yeah, on. I, I like whatever. And then, and now it's like, okay, well, what does that mean? Like, so he heard, like, so he was playing the record, like, but this was say on a commercial type thing, right? Oh, this it wasn't on the air yet. Yeah, okay. Right. So then, so it's like, all right, well, what does this mean, right? And cool. Now, he likes it. Now what? Yeah. Now what? And then swamps in the other room. So swamps in the control room. Mm -hmm. Greg Street's over here, and then I forget how it happened. Click, click, click. This is Greg Street world premiere. Shot, just text, no. bang, and then it's like. So that would have been the moment, I guess. And then, uh, and maybe it was when we left the the building. And then there's one of those like you know, Winnipeg has got one of them like those touristy like big letters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The forks, yeah, yeah. The W, the Winnipeg letters, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like in big, like you know, tall as a person. We'll go check them out after if you want. There we go. We'll go for a walk later. There we go. So then, but Atlanta had like, is it Atlanta? Or no, it says Midtown. Yeah, yeah, okay, it's Midtown. Okay. So it's, it's the neighborhood. It's the part of Atlanta. So go there, and then it's like, oh, you want to get a picture here? You know, it's like I'm like I'm like Liz probably wants this touristy picture. Let me get it for her. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll do it again after. Don't worry. <laughs> so then I go to take, and then it strikes me. It's like, oh, yo, this this thing just happened. This thing just happened right here. And then it was like one of those moments where it's like, okay, like you know, in the TV show, it's like, okay, this is the end of season one. You know, like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. you know, broke through. So that was the moment where it was like, I don't know about I made it because I don't know if my personality will ever feel that. I, like. I, I know I totally get you, but I think that was the start of the uphill climb, I guess, right? No, I, 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 I yeah, you don't understand never... what I mean. It's, it's, I, I, one way that I say that, one way that I tell other people that mm. who are also like right there. Right there, but but then it's still hard work. Yeah, oh, 100%, yeah. So then it's like, because then, cause then for me, it's like, yo, this shit is still fucking hard work. Um, never, or, never, or, the... or it's not like, or there's like, like last night, like that's that second show. Yeah. Like, I, I, I actually was still positive uh, after, And that's night. one thing I was going to compliment you on, yeah. But, but then today I woke up and it was like, yo, that's just demoralizing. Yeah, right? that's. So then one piece of advice I'll give to. Um, Whoever's listening. N well, <laughs> well, it'll be more relatable to the people who are like, oh, 
you've got something going on now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still like it's still hard work. Is um is what I will. Well, I'll just say I'll like I'll tell them that it's like yo, you've been through the hardest part. Yeah. The hardest part was that moment. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That was the hardest part. It's still hard now, and it's not automatic. But it might never be, or 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 depending on how ambitious you are, mm-hmm. it might never be automatic and easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 whatever it is, you've been through the hardest. Yeah. Oh yeah. So so that's the value. That's the takeaway from a moment like that where you feel that like like this sense of like yeah this relief or like yo this is this is the thing this is right like we you know and the the work never gets harder or easier the work just gets different so there's different work from you becoming not so much a no one but you're not the person you are now right so when i first started this podcast the work was me getting it going now that it's going now the work is just me keeping it going and then i've obviously the hope hopefully there'll be another level keep it going another level keep it going but you're always working towards getting to that next window right the next door to open right definitely yeah and unfortunately for last night that's just i'll I'll call that a hiccup just because 2 a.m at a very small venue you know it's just there's there's some factors working against you right people had been out all day there's two venues going you know it's just it shit happens right but i'm i guarantee i bet you like kanye's played I bet you Kanye's done that. I bet you Drake's done and that. And that's exactly it. It's part of the, it's part of the road. It's right? part. It's part of. It's well, definitely part of the road. But like, like the physical road, meaning like being away in new places where you don't know what's up. Blah blah blah. Because then my mentality is that there was something. I guess both of the shows they both had this feeling. They both like today in retrospect, it was like this feeling of like. Come on, dog. Like, what the fuck? I you know, flew out like, here, like, yeah. Well, no, no, not, not anger. Cause, like, I mean, Northern Touch, that's shade. That's it's nonstop huge, yeah, love. Yeah. This is, thing is excellent. Yeah, yeah. But just for, just for me personally, where it's like, um, yo, what the fuck? Like, this is, this is, um, this, if this thing is demoralizing, right? Then, but then how my brain works is it automatically goes to like, all right, so what's the lesson here? What, what is there for me to do better? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, were we running like campaigns out here before I landed to let people know? Yeah, we were. So then I guess, what do we do to make that hit better mm-hmm. to make it actually land? Or I don't know. And I didn't take it any further than that, like mentally. But then that is the place where I think responsibly you should take it. Unless it's, it's a clear situation of someone was deceived or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. something doesn't go the way you planned it, then you have to, what can I do better? Or, or when something goes way better than expected, then you're like, yo, what was the thing here that was different? Let me do more of everything's that. a lesson or a learning curve right ideally you, you can take away from a situation something positive and obviously negatives help too but i mean i always i always like even when i went yesterday like i showed up and there's you know 20 people there i was like okay i went in with no expectations so let's see how this goes and the night got way better mm-hmm. i had a blast yesterday was mm-hmm. it a long ass day you're goddamn right it was a long ass day but that was the coolest experience like if it wasn't for this podcast like i wouldn't be done and we wouldn't be sitting here right i had i had a great time right excellent excellent and and i did sense that i did sense that that it's like wait a minute everyone who was here right they're like and that's what when you when you know like your family was asking how do you like winnipeg really what i could base it on is the people that i've met at the shows and it's such positivity that that's the other takeaway. Like mm-hmm. one is like, all right, what can I have done? What can I do more to have this be the way that I want, right? Mm-hmm. But then also like, 
The other part of that is as an artist, there's an expectation where like, you know, I'm the artist. All I'm, I'm just here to bring the art. Yep. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't need to like be doing like the strategic side of this. Right. And if that's the way that I want to enter, then the takeaway here is that like, yo, people really loved the thing. And people were telling me in a genuine way, like, oh, yo, you did so well, blah, like you did so well, you did so well, mm -hmm. or, or, or that they enjoy the show, which then the reason that like, the reason that I think an artist is justified in being like, you know, <laughs> I guess demoralized or whatever it is in these situations yeah, is yeah. you're doing this, like aside from the selfish reasons, you're doing this, every artist should be doing this to bring joy, to create yeah. happiness. Oh yeah, totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, well, I mean, like, like, this, there, there's a lot of uh, of potential joy that wasn't met here just because you know yeah, yeah, yeah. things didn't fill out. But then the other side of it, the, the other takeaway is if you do want to look at it from the artist perspective of like, well, I'm just here to be the artist. Then, well, you did make you did do that for all these people. Yeah. And then you know it may not have looked the right way or it may not have felt the right way because yeah. it wasn't you know. But whether um, large scale or small scale, you still entertain the people, right? Yeah, basically, basically. And then it's like, well, why are you upset? Well, like, what, 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 or what is making you feel this way? And it's like, all right, well, part of that is things I can do better. The Shah and his and Shah's team can do mm -hmm. better. But then the other part is like, well, you did do this good. And then, yeah, and then you just got to be able to just, you know, have gratitude and stay yeah, positive. Yeah. And, you know, which. You heard it, your first time in Canada, or first time performing in Canada, that's a bonus. You got to meet all these cool people yesterday. You yeah, someone pointed out that they're like, that was, uh, they're like, yo, that's history. So I'm like, someone's like, yo, this is your first show in Canada. It's like, yeah, it's like, yo, that's, that's yeah, history. I'm that's like, true, yeah. that is a good way of looking at it, you know? Yeah, there's all, I, and I always try and take a positive from any type of negative situation. Me too. It's, it's so much. It's so much easier to live that way than just being pissed off all night. Like, could you imagine how much of like a how shitty? No, being pissed off all night. No, is, it's is, exhausting, is, man. Yeah. It's it's just tiring. I don't understand how people do that. Like, well, I do think that once you're in a negative rut, I think that what's the word? I guess that's the it's momentum no, it's or the snowballs. gravity. Yeah, yeah. Because then now, like now today, we would like this would be a long day for you. God, now I gotta go talk about it, and like you could you could be a total prick about it, but you're not. You know. Uh, well, there wouldn't be any point in being a prick to you what do you no, and no but i've had situations like that where like oh I've, sure people i've gone yeah. to a show and they're, they're having a bad day and, and they're just having a bad day and then i'm the one asking them questions about the show and then they don't even want to talk about it you know like it is an ask well yeah i mean that is something that, that we like that that is a, a trait of mm -hmm. of an artist where it's like like yeah you have good days and bad days obviously you're a human being everyone does but, but and also but uh, yeah and then it's like in a situation where okay maybe you're asking questions about um uh whatever an event or a, a memory or something mm. that they don't want to talk about then as the artist you got to be able to just flip that into the take it to the place you do want to go yeah, to yeah 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 and even before i was going to try and ask you guys like if you wanted a script or anything or like cuz i i try and freeball it as much as i can yeah but... i think that's i think that when once you get when once you can get down to some real shit yeah. then it's good for then this is when it's like something you want to watch you yeah know? yeah yeah and i'm not just going to grill you about like having bad nights like that's stupid I'm, that's a waste of time for me too <laughs> i think it's interesting like i mean i like i mean i think there's a question to ask like tell me about like you know like i remember i remember I think it was a very Canadian thing. It was some, I forget what website, some Canadian type yeah, blog. Yeah. And they were asking like, you know, like Canadian artists who was, I think one of them might be here, but, but like, um, so a, a local Canadian artist who does like, you know, Canadian tours yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were like, what's your, uh, like name a bad shore, name your worst shore or something like that. I'm like, that's, that's a fucking bizarre question to ask. That's and a he did it question, and, yeah. and he did it and he responded in a way that like, 
made me fuck. I didn't know, I didn't know who he was before, and I, it made me fuck with him. He was like, I did it. He's like, there's this little lane of um, college shows. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and those are always hit tough and miss. ones. Yeah. Well, he's oh, like, yeah. He's like, it can be hit and miss. He's like, and this one was, and but they always pay. So he's like, this one was like some, you know, like $4,000 for a Canadian rapture or whatever, but it, like, it was in the cafeteria of some small little college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are going by and like eating their, taking their lunch and whatever, and like looking at us like, what are, like, who are these guys rapping yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. He's like, whatever. So, but we got paid. He's like, that was the worst show ever. But the way he responded, it's like, um, he didn't just completely shit all over it, right? Yeah, he found the way he's like, well, or, I got paid. A like, super polite way to shit on it. No, right? no, 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 no. Well, maybe that was it. But he also <laughs> did it in a way that I'm like, hey, I fuck with this guy. Like, yeah, this guy no, did this the right way. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so I have the, your resume here. There's a couple questions I had. So, so I like the I like the it's you're thinking hard when your eyes are closed. I, I appreciate the effort. No, I do need to be more um concentrated. Well, concentrated and more concise and more like aware of the camera cuz when I am in an interview, especially when there's like like it doesn't feel forced, then yeah. I get into mode like the, hey, like mode I'm just talking like talking with a friend. That's you know? why I want and that's why and, I'm fucked up and right that's now. and that's why I really like podcasts anyways because like on the radio you know strict you got to be like okay we're, we're talking and all we're that talking yeah about this we're gonna talk about this we're gonna talk about this yeah if we sat here and talked about aliens for an hour and a half i would be thrilled that'd be so much fun i don't care what we talk about you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay so when complex that's a huge company right that's a marketing company is that what they are complex is like a they're a mag- magazine yeah and i think they start, like they, vice is it kind of like the same idea as vice i think now it's like vice exactly okay, it started so, as a magazines like I don't I don't know when, but like there was an era where like the paper magazines were the yeah unfortunately were the, that uh, just kind of fell apart yeah that's right? that's over but they used to be the authority like double XL the source oh, complex okay, okay. I think those were like you know the big rap magazines right yeah 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 and so then they but, called you Trap's newest star so what does that entail what is, like what is that Trap's a type of that's the genre right? yeah tra- Trap is like the 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 modern Atlanta genre um of rap so like when you hear me, I guess, I guess, probably maybe Future is the was the first trap rapper mm-hmm. that I really fucked with heavy, um, of this modern sound, and yeah, then Migos yeah, yeah. and all that, all that is all considered trap. Okay, okay, because again, I'm. I guess maybe what people call mumble rap. I guess that's oh, all trap. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But be, but it's broader than that because it's also like. It just seems like the the mumble guys are the most famous, so that's kind of what they get plastered. Like they, that's kind of what they get attached to, right? Uh, I'm just I'm I'm just trying to sort of like give you the boundaries of like the sound of trap mm-hmm. so every any I, I think anything that people call mumble rap is part of trap mm-hmm. but it can be but also anything with like that atlanta production sound is trap and anything that's like i guess anything that's talking about trap anything that's talking about like the you know selling drugs yeah is, okay is, okay yeah, is, yeah, yeah. i guess that's trap so that's the whole realm of trap yeah, yeah, yeah. so when they said so what i took away from it of uh so that's Traps a, that's a big star. deal if Complex calls you that. That's, yeah, yeah, that was that's, great. That's a huge deal. That was great. That was great. Um, what I took away from it was that Atlanta is the place that's like uh, most frequently giving the next stars. So there was like, so the, I guess the recent ones would be um, Lil Baby and Gunna. But it's always like, you know, Future and then Migos and then Lil Yachty. Atlanta's yeah, one who's like yeah. most consistently making the new stars. And then within Atlanta, then you see the people coming up, like, you know, in front of your eyes. So, like, when I first got there, it was Day Day was just out of there. He had a couple of hits that... I think, okay, I think I heard 
Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta in the South. I don't. I, yeah, I'd be surprised if he if if that went to Canada, but like he was the new star, and then it was I think Lucci. Um, I had money way before the deal. <laughs> I'm sure I've heard these songs. And then Lucci, I don't know if he would have made it to Canada, but but then it was You'd Lucci. You'd be surprised, man, on the Twitter or something. True, internet. No, no, internet you know, for sure. Yeah, internet it takes for sure. off, right. And then Derez. So then I, I sort of saw it along those, like that line of like, okay, he's the, like Shaw's the newest one. Like mm-hmm. when they came down there at that moment, like... That's how I took it, and it was like a great. It was a great compliment. So having those people come out of L.A. was that one of the more specific reasons you ended up choosing Atlanta? Forgive me if you answered it, but was that like you saw Atlanta was pumping out artists? Was this one of the reasons you chose Atlanta, or was it kind of? It was more to. It was more that when we when I got to Atlanta, which was like what what first brought you there? Like you obviously you fell in love with it somehow, right? Was it was that... just supposed to be for like a show for like an event um, that uh, was in October. I think it was either I think it was in um like A3C or maybe A3C happened right after. No, no, it was it was during A3C. So the okay. A3C is like a little festival there. Right, okay. And there was some I think like side event or something. I I can't I can't even remember right now because it was like a day, but then when we got there, people knew who I was. People knew Crazy. who Shaw was. There was there was Hype fans there. Yeah. There was oh, wow. there was, you know, managers who wanted to sign me. So all this shit that Holy was like shit. is the grind, is the hard part, is the you know, it, oh, all this is here. Oh, okay, okay. So then it's like, okay, well, let's turn this into a little bit more time. So let's take this, you know, two days and one night and let's, all right, cancel those flights and let's let's stay here for a week. Mm-hmm. And let's see, like, let's just, you know. and then Embrace the week, it a little bit. Yeah, yeah and at, at the end of the week, it's like, yo, there's still, this is still, like, let's just keep. It like, keeps getting better and better yeah, so far. Yeah, yeah it keeps yeah. getting better and better and there's more, there's more to do. So let's um, let's stay here for a month. And then at the end of the month, it's like, yo, what place, what place, it's still going, what place could be better than this for you right now? And it's like, yeah, okay, so then, like, let's shift it over, you know? Yeah, so was it was there anything other than, like, getting that insane welcome wagon, like, the, the like, fans, people wanting to sign you? Was there anything else about the city that you really liked? Yeah, I wanna, I wanna yeah, hear, I yeah. I want to hear the yeah. non-hip-hop side Sure, of the Shea. non-hip-hop what's, side. What's the, what's the regular guy is Shay like in an L.A.? The, or, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Atlanta. Atlanta. So the non-hip-hop side of Atlanta that made it... Um, intriguing. Or, yeah, or, or excellent. Because, like, so, okay, so I'm a New York guy. Like, if you ask me what's the, what's the best city in the world... New York? Yeah. Like, I'd love like, to go there. Like, I want to go there at least once at some point. So that's, the, that's, like, the best city in the world, like, if you... But in a, like a very factual way, right? Like, mm-hmm. like if you take all of the good things that anyone could possibly like, what city has the most of that shit? Well, New what, York. New York checks off all the boxes. In the most boxes for the most people, yeah, including myself. Mm-hmm. But then at, at Atlanta for a rapper is because otherwise Atlanta is still kind of like a a, a, a local regional level city. Mm-hmm. It is the main city business wise for the southeast, but not like not even like Toronto. You know okay, I mean? okay, okay. Um, maybe, maybe you could even say closer to Winnipeg than Toronto. Mm, okay. In terms of like for anyone other than a rapper. Oh, okay, okay, okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. Um, but so then, so I already told you the rap stuff. The other thing that made it different was, you know, coming from Canada and then being in New York and LA. Mm-hmm. This Atlanta was the first time. Like, we started. Yeah, this prob- this realization probably hit by the end of the month. Is that in Toronto, and less so in New York and LA, but still a little bit like. When I talk my the way I regularly talk, yeah, I might come across people who don't even understand what I'm saying. Like yeah, I might yeah. come across some like super white people who 
don't even understand what the words are coming out of my you mouth. You got the lingo, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need to like turn on like you know your like uh, uh, the way that you answer the phone. And you're like, hello, and you talk in a you yeah, know. Yeah, but where, what's your buddies? Yo, what's going on or what's good or something, right? Yeah, yeah not yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You, would, I, I'm turned on like the, your job interview voice, yeah, right? Your, your customer service voice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, I love so then it. it's yeah, like. Yeah. Right, so it's like in Toronto, like in Toronto, that's almost the default if you're talking to a stranger, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, well, I've had experiences where someone doesn't understand the words I'm saying. And it's like, God, okay, this let, let me go back to whatever yeah, job yeah, interview yeah. or like we call it the white voice, you know? Yeah, no, I got, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Atlanta, there's no such thing. You never need to do that shit. No never way, in Atlanta really? if I huh. ever need to like turn become like less anything. And the reason is is because Atlanta is it, Atlanta's a black city. Like the, it's the black culture that dominates not only all the cool shit, like you could say for you know, probably New York, Toronto, whatever. Mm -hmm. But but everything, like the mayor's black. Like everything is just like there's there's no um, that's what it is. That's the culture. That's cool. Yeah. So yeah. you just so it just feels like culturally a, you felt fit. You felt fit. You yeah, felt comfortable you know, there. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Goldilocks' story or, or Red Riding or whatever. Like yeah, yeah, too yeah. hot, too cold, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always felt that for in New York. I always felt like in Toronto, too loud. I eat too much hot sauce. <laughs> I eat too much food. I you know my volume's too high. And in New York, it felt like ah okay, like you got the right you know riding hood or whatever the right. It's, it's just right. This is perfect. Yeah, this is just right. Yeah, yeah I got you. But then I guess for like uh, an artist on their come up, New York and L.A., it's just like, you know, it's just a different. Is it? But it was just different. So culture like New York had that in every other way. But then Atlanta had it for me specifically as an artist. It was like, this is the place like you. Yeah, like, that's cool. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I guess an example now, it's still within the realm of rap. But like you're walking down the street and still early on, I think maybe even before before just text came up, mm -hmm. people would be like, oh, yo, keep doing your thing, dog. No way, really? Keep doing your thing, wow. dog. Yeah, like, because they would see me and they, they probably recognize me from some, like, some place where I was, maybe performing, doing something. Mm -hmm. And then and then in Atlanta, there is, there's this appreciation for rappers because they've seen so many rappers pop. Mm -hmm. or, or for whatever reason, there's this appreciation. Whereas in Toronto, I kind of feel like my last memory was, like, in Atlanta, they see me and... It's like, oh shit, yo, Shah, what's going on? What's up? Or even, say they don't know me. There's the assumption, oh, he's a rapper. He's got, <laughs> yo, he's got something going he's on. He's got like, bright gold shoes on. What's, his exactly. There you at go. 7 like, PM and... so, so the response is like, <laughs> oh, what's up, dog? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas in Toronto, if they know me, then it's all good, obviously, right? But they say it's like some, you know, like some mom, some grandma, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they see, oh, he's a rapper, blah blah blah. It's like, protect your purse. Yeah, you know, it's a little different. Yeah. So it's then still, it's like yeah. when you never need to deal with any of that, then it's like, oh, that. So that was the not. I guess it's still a rap thing, but that was the non. I guess. That was the other thing about Atlanta that like the culture here is just feels so yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. You it's just, just you just felt welcomed. You felt at home. All of it was so good. It was like it was like yeah. It's like you know how they have like white you know white privilege in our society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you there's got a, rapper privilege. Yes, there. exactly, <laughs> exactly. There's there's like so hot cool, rapper man. privilege in Atlanta. That's yes, awesome, man. I love that. You nailed it. You that's nailed awesome. that. You nailed oh, that's, that one. That's clever, man. I I love hearing stories like that because I've like I've heard rappers talk about it and it's like or you know, i always compare it to um nhl hockey players when they get signed in different cities so like one guy i can't remember um phil kessel just got traded from toronto 
Now he's going down to the desert. He still plays Phil Kessel? Yeah, man. Oh, okay. he, he just got traded. Like last night, I, before you Phil went, Kessel played for Toronto all these years? He was Pittsburgh. No, I'm sorry. Pittsburgh and then. No, he from Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. He was in Pittsburgh. Okay. But Pittsburgh still, I believe they still get a little bit of a winner. Uh, as far as I know, it's actually quite a high taxed state, I okay. believe, too. Okay. He's going down to the desert now. So he's going to play for Arizona. They're. State tax is half. Okay. That's a huge intrigue for those people, right? Yeah. He's got summer all year now. It's a growing market. Oh, yeah, no more winter. And But I always laugh that like some of these people, like Montreal is the, big, the most expensive city to live in for hockey, NHL hockey players. Why? Because they've got to have security? State tax. It's the highest. Oh, the tax. The, they, they pay the most taxes. Oh, shit. So when people get traded, those are things that like, oh, I got to, you know, I might be making $10 million over 10 years, but 20% of that is going to the city. Where Vegas, I think, is the cheapest. They only give 6% or something like that. So if you play for Vegas, the Golden Knights, yeah. you're making the most money because you're not spending the most money. <laughs> no, that's definitely a... Uh, um... I always like hearing little side stories. You're like Some people are like, the food's just unbelievable there. Like, or like Nashville. Nashville's a big city. Some people, those guys are just really big country fans. Nashville, Canadian Canadian hockey players are big country music yeah, fans. Yeah, huge man, it's unbelievable. I despise country music. I will not be shy about how much I hate country music. But Canadian ice hockey players are country music Dude, fans. There's, there's... So they enjoy being in Nashville. Yeah, no, here, you're, me, this is mind boggling. Let me find one guy. It's a podcast I listen to. It's called Spit and Chicklets. They're all ex hockey players, and they like comment on it. There's one guy who retired and writes country songs now he's a he's just he plays guitar he's he's a good singer like i this is the nhl player yeah from canada ex, i don't know i don't know if he's canadian but he's an ex-nhl hockey player i can't remember his name though well he definitely ain't from nashville but he he played for nashville for years I so think. he picked it up yeah that's yeah. a good that's a good that's a good career jump so now that he's retired at the, you know the age of 35 because they make 10 million dollars a year right he he writes country music now <laughs> that's his come up yeah and, and again it's just one of those things it's like you can live in a city because the food's really good that might be the Winnipeg talking. Yeah. Well, because I think most cities, once you get to a certain level, there'll be all the good food Do you, know you can it eat. Is for me, there's, in, in Atlanta, there's, there's not. There's, in Atlanta, it's not. It's sort of like Winnipeg, where it's not automatic that you can get excellent food. Yeah, but that yeah, might yeah. be more of a. See now, for me, the big one, like I went to Banff last summer, uh, which is Vancouver, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, uh, the mountains. The views for me when we drove there, Winnipeg sucks for views. There's nothing here. Okay. You, you yeah. Go up yeah. To the bush, sure. You sure. Go drive sure. eight hours north, and it's just lots of bush. Cool. Okay. Cool. Yeah. You can wake up and there's mountains in your backyard. That's insanity. Or how clear the water is. I hate the water here. Uh, yeah, I no. haven't seen the water with, in my with my own eyes, but it looks kind of like. Well, when we go to, when we go yeah. to Forks after you, like they they pull bodies out of there like weekly. Yeah. So Shay told me it's like seventy percent lean the, the, <laughs> the rivers. So the, it's literally like people go fishing there, and you can't eat the fish because it's so full of like. Like Lean. shit and like just dirt and garbage. Yeah, and it's gross, man. It's, but like for me, like, like say like if I podcasting took off and like they're like, hey, there's a chance for you to go to Banff. Whether it's not a good, if it's a decent market, I'm taking that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to live in Banff, I'll try harder to make it work. But if I'm living in Banff, count me in. Okay, okay. Well, if the view matters, then yeah, yeah. yeah and for but everyone's different. For you, it was the the rapper, uh, the culture, the, white, the rap privilege. The right? rap privilege was a big bonus. I had no idea that existed. Like obviously, I knew that like celebrity privilege existed, yeah, yeah, yeah. but rapper privilege yeah i guess no i did so that was a big bonus but um i could just see you talk using your white voice and like dude what the hell are you you doing? don't need to do and that shit like, anymore oh, i'm sorry i didn't know I'm you don't new. need to do that shit anymore 
Um, you can call me fam. It's okay, man. Like, right. There you oh, go. Hey, there you go. What's going on? <laughs> there you go. But, um, yeah, so I think, I mean, yeah, I, I think in any place you end up, there'll be things that Everyone, shift yeah. you to towards those places, like for, for an Atlanta rapper. So Atlanta's the place to, like, go from, I guess, like, another way of pointing out that or, like, describing that point that you mentioned, like, all right, so what was the moment where it's, like, either, you made it or something shifted, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, I guess, the, the and I said that, that moment with Swamp taking us to V103 and Greg Street, world premiere, just text. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, is that it's the moment where, like, you with your, with your own hands turned this thing into something. You, you create this thing now, it's like, you know. Wraps your baby. You, do, you, you created it, and now you're, you know, growing with it. Yeah, like in a, in a, in a like, I mean, I've done that stuff with nonprofits, and it's had a baby, but that wasn't a, like, like in a positive way, right? Yeah, 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 in a, yeah, in a yeah. positive, like, okay, so. I um, feel good, but where did this get me? Uh, the, the nonprofit one, I mean, like, for me, from in my experience, in the nonprofit work I did, it was just kind of like, man, like there's there's never a moment where it, uh, like, did you feel accomplished? Is that kind of what you're kind of getting at? Like you never felt like this is gonna take it. With somewhere? my nonprofit, well, my nonprofit work, it, it was always on the side. It was never yeah, anything yeah. that I was trying to be like, all right, well, this is what I'm gonna do. Where can I take this? Yeah, and maybe yeah. that was part of it. Where in my head it was like, oh, like you don't get paid for this. You don't get paid to do this. But mm -hmm. then it's like. We were paying. We were paying the staff. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. you know, you realize, but whatever. It was just my mentality. But also, that's not what I was built to do. Yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah. not a world where like I. You want to uh, you want to dwell in you know? or I should be like you know physically involved. That's a place where like all right, here's some ideas and 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 here's the money. Mm, but yeah, the yeah, time yeah. I'm gonna go over here and be ratchet. You know. <laughs> that was that that line made me laugh really hard last night. Y'all are just as ratchet as I am. I was like, cool. I like that because you said it twice. I'm like, oh yeah, he loves this line. This is well awesome. because. And I realized this, it's because the, I think that the area that I'm staying, I, I thought it was downtown, but it's really called Exchange. Exchange is where you performed, where you're staying is like the edge of downtown. Okay. Because like two blocks away is, is the MTS Center. That's where the, uh, the Winnipeg Jets play. So you're Close to where I'm staying? You could walk there, yeah. Okay, because what I figured was, I'm like, all right, Winnipeg is one of only like, what, like six, seven, eight Canadian cities, right? Of the major cities, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, so then by default, so and, but then when you walk around where I am, it's like, oh, these are some like... Big ass buildings. It's these getting are so expensive too, yeah. and old as shit. But these are old. These are old. So then it's like, but there's no one around there walking around in the day, right? So in my head, it's like, huh, this is weird. There's no one around in the day, but these buildings are big as fuck. It's like, and and why isn't Winnipeg more popping? I'm like, oh, I guess maybe the winter, like yeah. keeps people from <laughs> keep people from like migrating here. Yep. So it's like, all right, so Winnipeg's got some resources. I'm like all the people that I met so far are very like genuine and nice and real maybe they take maybe like winnipeg people take a bit an longer to answer my questions but that's it that's the only downside yeah, yeah, yeah everything else like positive friendly like good people like yeah, they'll yeah, they'll oh, yeah. they'll you know they'll help someone for no reason yeah, yeah, yeah. um but then also where i'm staying and there is like it there is like a dark side to it oh dude you have no idea man it's so i'm walking around here and, I, and i'm thinking this is downtown because you see like hudson bay and you, you see all the like typical like Oh, you did see portage down. on there. Yeah, okay, you've been down portage But I'm like, but there's no Starbucks here. There's no McDonald's. There's no, like, you know, tourists dressing up as Spider-Man trying to get your picture. Whatever you see in no, normal downtown. I, yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, then yeah. someone explained, they're like, oh, no, that downtown is right over here. You are in this other, like, whatever, this different place. So this part, wherever I am, is ratchet. Now, it's not too ratchet, 
but it's, it's just like me. in a positive way. Yeah yeah, 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 right. Like, I don't think that there's a fear. It's, it's sort of like the... Like, it's a ratchet with professionalism attached to it. There's professionalism attached to it, but also, like, the guys who are running around at night or, like, asking for some money. I Maybe this is male privilege talking, but there's no, like, in my head, there's no concern that, like, anything negative is going to happen here. Like, maybe someone's, like, a bit irritating or whatever because they're yeah, fucked yeah, up. And, yeah, yeah, But maybe for, maybe for a girl, it would be, like, it would be... Yeah, uh, I know. I know. My girlfriend always explains that too. Like, she's like, I can't walk anywhere by myself, including that area. Oh yeah. Okay. Any anywhere, Transcona, man. Well, that it's, I know. That yeah. that that for sure. That for sure. But, but sometimes in a downtown like, 24, 24 hour neighborhood, it can be different. She's a know? little attractive girl. Like, I can't blame her, right? Like, yeah, exactly. It's, it's just exactly. Unfortunately, the world we live in. But right. Yeah, you're right at the corner of where everything happens. Yeah. Your hotel right now. Like, if you walk two blocks down to Broadway, that's where like. All business gets done. That's the law courts. There's like that. That's our version of like what a Wall Street would look like. And also what a Times, like that's also like Winnipeg's Times Square and all that. We're building one right now. Okay. So MTS Center and then there's going to be True North Square, which True North is like the company that owns the Jets. That's our big investment company. So they're building what Toronto has one. Square. yeah same idea obviously way smaller but it's going to be more like a shopping center too so like sure. it'll have a grocery store it'll have like a souvenir so store. winnipeg's building that yeah we're Got right it. in the middle of it so like, it doesn't really exist right now like where all the tourists would be i guess there's not that's going to be where it is but it, yeah but it, pretty it. much anything down portage till you get to about our big polo park mall that's the strip we have that's that would be our big center got it got it got it and I'd love to take you to Polo Park, but that's a 40-minute drive from where we are. No, uh, let's go to wherever you think. Let's go to these rivers. Forks Forks is Why the big spot It's where two rivers splash into the, each the other? The Red River and the Assiniboine River meet. So Red River is the lean the lean river, and what's the Obsidian? What's what's that one? Uh, Clearer? Shit and diarrhea. Oh, they're, like, bo oh, they're, they're both, both disgusting. Got man. it, got it, got it. Okay. <laughs> no, we'll go for a walk. I'll show you the river and stuff. It's It's super nice. Like they have riverboat rides, you take like um, you get tours on them and stuff. It's just, just gambling. The, no, 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 not a riverboat tour like that. No, no. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh, I th that that's very that's more American. That's very oh, American. Okay. Yeah, but uh, no, like you, you they're uh, ferry rides, so it's more like a tourist thing. Got I would it. if that was riverboat gambling, dude. I would be so in. I'm not I'm not a gambler, but just to be part of that like whole air scene or whatever, that'd be that'd be pretty sweet. Right. That's a new business venture I'm going to open up. There you go. I'm going I'm to register a boat. I'm going to buy go. a small boat, and we're going to play three-man poker. On right, it. exactly. <laughs> International waters. It's the water. It doesn't count. Our, our rivers flood down to the states. Okay. So when we flood, North Dakota and Fargo are the next ones that get flooded. Okay. Uh, I don't know why they haven't fixed it yet. We fixed it. They haven't yet. Whatever. That's not That's good problem. to know if there's, like, warfare. Just put a bunch of shit at the end of the Winnipeg River. Well, if Trump really goes sideways, like, just... Go back to Toronto. You'll be safe in Toronto for sure, too. Yeah, yeah. And 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 who was the point of knocking out Dakota and the other state? You said I never even heard of these places. So. They're useless. They're yeah, useless exactly. States. They're very small, very hick. I guess that's why they didn't protect. If they got nuked, if they got nuked, it would kind of be like, well, okay, right, exactly. <laughs> well, all right, it's just North Dakota. All right, so we can't use Winnipeg's rivers as a weapon. Like, there's no point. But well, if you drown them in the river, they would get mercury poisoning or yeah, something how, like that. Uh, but like, then we got to bring them over here first. They don't even have passports. No, they'll drown. They'll just it'll flood back into the states though. Like if when you dump okay, the bodies, they got find it. them in North Dakota, and then after that, it's not our problem anyway. So. Right. Okay. There's something there that we can use if if need be. North Dakota. Hopefully they weren't. They aren't listening to this. No, hopefully they are listening. <laughs> Y'all are welcome over here. Get Don't let them mistreat you. Donald Trump's your, your president. Shit together. Get your shit together. Fill out the paperwork. Come move to Canada. Put in some work. 
You know, you could be like the Ukrainians from like the 1650s or 1950s, whenever when they were evacuating Poland during the right, and they came here and they Jesus built all the wheat, the, all the wheat and all that. Uh, are you an American citizen? You have dual or just no, no. I'm 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 Canadian, only Canadian. Okay, okay, all right, okay. So how does how does that work then? Like how does? When, I, I have a buddy who's like, as much as I hate using this term, he's a social media influencer, but yeah. he's very good at. Yeah. Like I've had him on the show and that was like I got a thousand views on my YouTube video. I don't know how that happened, but it, it killed it. It was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. He goes to LA for six months every year. Right. That's what his visa will let him do. Yep. But when he makes money, yep. he owes taxes, extra taxes or something on that money he makes because he's not a citizen. Yep. So they have to pay him an American, which the Canadian dollar is absolute the horse shit right now. So he's making half the money. So how does that work for you if you're not a if you're not a citizen? Um, I guess once you get to a certain level, there's a thing called the uh, O visa, which is like the, I think, outstanding talent visa. So it's like what, oh, uh, cool. okay. so if you play for, like, say you're Canadian, you play for a team. In the States. Yeah. Like, oh, say, like, yeah, okay, Andrew okay. Wiggins plays for Minnesota Timberwolves right, or a hockey yeah, yeah, player yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got you. So yeah. then it's just, it, that, that's what you get. But, um. Different tiers to what you're doing, I guess, right? Well, O visa is the outstanding visa. Uh, that's the visa for, oh. for like the, you know, I, I think people call it the celebrity visa. Cool. All right. Cool. I didn't know that. That's so. You just, so basically, there is just like you just need to show what's, um, you know, you you submit some whatever it is, and then then that. But until it's like then, a professional resume, you'd probably send them, right? I guess. Kind yeah. Of a like a lawyer, like an immigration lawyer handles yeah, okay, all that. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. But um, until then, yeah. I mean, that's a. I mean, it's definitely a problem, and is. I mean, but I guess if I, I guess if you're paying tackle, so one little sort of. Loophole. One loop, <laughs> one aspect to it that can be used as a loophole <laughs> is that the tax in America and the uh, immigration, the visas, the border, all that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So like the more legal side of it and the tax side of it are completely separate. Okay. Meaning, and the reason that they do this, I learned from um, my lawyer telling me, mm -hmm. is that they don't want you to stop paying taxes because you are doing whatever in America that you can't admit to legally. Oh, okay. They want you to still feel free to admit to it taxes, pay your taxes. There's not going to be any consequences. They're, they're not going to come and catch you for that. So him doing what he's doing actually is the loophole because then once you start showing that, hey, I'm actually paying American taxes, oh, then that'll that's help they, you. That's all they care about, really. Well, it needs to be enough to show that you are that O visa because the O visa, like, it's... They can't just give it to anyone, right? Yeah, yeah okay, exactly. Okay. But 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 he's doing himself a favor by... Because um, most people would think, you know, most people think, all right, well, just don't report anything. Just mm -hmm. stay off the radar altogether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if he's actually reporting that shit, that won't catch up with him in any negative way. It will in a positive way. So, oh, that's good. Okay. So, you, but, he, but then I guess maybe social media is new, so then, like, relatively, like, these, you know, government bodies move slow. Oh, very, yeah. So social media to them is probably, like, a new thing. Yeah. Right? So a social media influencer... That still might not be actually at the level that gets you that thing. So then what he's doing is just getting paid his work. And yeah, I'm not sure if he's making insane money for him to like, you know, like he makes a post and someone will e-transfer him a hundred bucks. So then the, uh, well, then the, then, then the bad, I guess, not but really they, loophole, but the bad like news mm -hmm. is that, so the rule that's explicitly stated for a Canadian yeah, going yeah, to yeah. America and probably vice versa yeah, yeah. is on the, when you just go there without anything extra. So you just yeah, go there yeah. for like, as a basically tourist, right? Yeah, yeah. It's called tourist visa. Is that that shit says six months. Yeah. So you gotta come, on that thing, you gotta come back before six months, right? Yeah. 
So what we all, well, all, all Canadians on their sort of come up uh -huh. think is that, okay, well, if I just come back for six, like in five months and 29 days yeah. and go to Canada for a day and then come back and then do it again, I'm good. Yeah. It's that a, part it's, is not true. It's within a calendar year, right? You got to No, no. So so that is true that, that, that straight up 6 months. And yeah. you could maybe you can keep doing that forever. Uh-huh. But it's, the it's unwritten rule the, un, the the literally the unwritten rule and I guess this is the thing to look out for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is Just that why you have a lawyer? <laughs> uh well, I don't know if you need to spend a lawyer if at, before anything bad has happened. You don't need to get, like if you're oh. super cautious, but the thing is that there is this like unwritten um, soft rule that doesn't have any numbers mm -hmm. that if they think you're spending too much time oh, over there okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. they'll just do you and those don't have any numbers right so that's where you know like I mean that's where like white privilege will help someone in not getting <laughs> yeah, okay. yo hey you're spending too what what's going on right yeah, yeah, well yeah. he wasn't here for six months so you know he was but, here for five months and 29 days yeah. exactly so who so so but that is something to look out for is that, yeah. is that, that that's an unwritten rule so then it's like and now because of that you don't know exactly yeah. how to play it because it's you know i think for him he might be just getting a little bit fed up of like when they pay him an american he has to accept it as canadian so if i pay you a hundred dollars american i'm only getting no if i pay you 75 dollars canadian now i'm paying an extra like 30 bucks just to make it american money because the dollar's so bad right so he's losing money on a lot of this so for him i think it's just now it's like okay i'm moving to the states now just so i can make proper money again if, if it's only it for the not, dough, if it's only for the dough, then what I'll say is. But LA is where the social media yeah, is happening, that's right? Different, so that's a for him, reason. yeah, exactly. I, it it can become a career for him, and obviously that's a very lavish career. But it's also getting to the point where like it's getting too expensive. He's spending too much money coming back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Right. right? That's so a for him, exactly. it's just like it makes sense. Like kind of like how you went to LA, just felt right, made sense. Just one of those things, right? Yeah. So how how did you get hooked up with Shay? Shay came down to. Atlanta in October for uh, A3C. Okay. I think there was something. So Shay does a lot of uh, yeah, like, like I, organizational stuff, oh, yeah, right? Oh yeah. So he's help, he's putting people on and, and that sort of thing. So he did one of those joints with uh, another Canadian organization. I think something in the east coast of Canada mm -hmm. in Atlanta. So we linked up in Atlanta there to mm -hmm. another Canadian DT, and then. Right away, just Shay and I just hit it oh, off. Oh, the guy's an absolute gem. He's a great human being. Great. That's a good way to. That's a great way to describe it. Shay, great human being. I met the guy once, and like he's done more f more for me than I could ever offer him in return. Like it's, I feel bad, but I mean, I do appreciate it, obviously. So then, um, so Shay and I just hit it off, and it, and and I guess for me being, uh, in, so like as dope as Atlanta is, mm -hmm. as like excellent as Atlanta is, it's still America, and it's still like. You know, the attitude is just a little bit more capitalist, a little bit more like a little bit less community oriented, right? Mm -hmm. So then seeing Shay, I guess this was another um another example of that like Canadian nice guy. Oh wait, Canadians are this nice, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So man, it was like, yo, this guy's so benevolent. He told me about this uh festival, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's a music festival, but then and this was part of the thing that like also sort of made me real i put put last night into perspective about mm -hmm. like what like why i'm here as an artist and i remember telling me he's like well he this thing is really for the community yeah right? yeah it's not really like it's not just yeah no it's not a thing it's not driven by you know ticket sales to provide entertainment for a mainstream 
world. It's really for a community, and the Aboriginal community is a big part of. Oh, here, is a big yeah, part of that, yeah, 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 and a big part of like why he does it. Who can really take something away from this? So now that also obviously that heavily includes like the artist community. Mm-hmm. So I heard like you and Liz talking on the way here about like these the sort of seminars and the little yeah, yeah, conference yeah. meetings that were geared at the, at the artists. Yeah, and it's and that shows us so that this community can really benefit from it. And then from there, it's like, yo, he, this must be a lot of work as an artist. As an artist, it's always like, it's like, yo, like in this era, this 2019, this social media, whatever, like where we're at right mm. now, it's at the beginning, there's possibly a lot more work to do for the artist than maybe in the previous days where it's sort of like someone would just sign you based on like believing in you immediately without yeah, having yeah, proven yeah. anything, where that would be easier for like, I mean, that would have been easier for me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so well, then yeah. You, so you look at Shay and you're like, yo, you're, you're voluntarily doing all this extra shit. Yeah, 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 We have all this extra stuff that we need to do that, like, we complain about. You're doing all this stuff. So then since then, it's like, this is clearly a good guy. Like, I, th- these are the types of people that you want to surround yourselves with. Like, obviously, surrounding yourself with successful people is key and it's yeah, yeah. an excellent thing. But then you can, survive, you can surround yourself with good, successful people like Shay. And that's what you want to do. So then... We stayed in touch, and then um, he made. So I, I was on tour in Europe for about a month, just right? Where I was basically right before here. Yep. Yeah. Came back, came back to New York, and then came here. This is my first show since then. He assembled those first few shows in, so of, in that, of the tour. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. For the same reason of like he's been doing this for for a minute to put Manitoba artists on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's built like you know relationships and built a little, um, I guess a little community. Like, you want to call it? Or... He's a part of the, he's a part of I guess this like European hip hop community. So I think yeah, like an yeah. old school thing. It sort of actually has a feel to Winnipeg in a way. Amsterdam, that Amsterdam hip hop community sort of feels like the Winnipeg hip hop community in a in a in a way uh, that that reminds me that's of cool, like though. yeah that that's very cool yeah that's very cool. Um, and he does this for the purpose of yeah. So he's a part of that community, and he did this to give Manitoba artists like something. Some of them probably haven't even ever like. I'm sure most of them, because like even what I got from it is like, say they only have two or three songs, but some people might not give them the chance. Where Shay's like, yeah, do you want? Yes. Do you want 15 minutes at 6:30? Exactly. It's yours. Exactly. And then there's there's 50 people watching like. You know, yeah, like, and, and, yes. then, and that could be huge for that guy. Even just inviting me, and I got to meet all these athletes, all these artists. Like, are you kidding? I got a media pass? Like, that's insane. That's the most cool. Like, that was the coolest nice. thing. So, yeah, so then he really is, I guess, what Shay really is doing then is, because to, to hear you say that, then he's providing an, a platform and opportunity for more than just those artists, rappers. yeah. And by creating this thing. Northern Touch yeah, and, yeah. and so that so and and this is exactly what he described when, to me when he was like yeah. oh, what, what what I'm creating something what he wanted it to be right yeah, yeah. so that makes that makes me really happy to hear yeah, what I, you I just said and even just the the buddy I had I don't know if you met him or not uh, Nicholas Bueno I'm not sure if I introduced you to him I'm or not, not. Sure. he was he was doing just as much networking as I was mm-hmm. so he's another podcast in the city okay so Shay when he shot me the text he's like yo I want you to come and meet all these artists and I was like okay cool obviously all the all come if it like yep. one it's free so i'm already in two i was like well it's canada day weekend i might as well get outside of the house right mm-hmm. and i went so i showed up and i was like hey and then i text my buddy bueno and then yeah all of us like i got a guest out of it i think he got two or three guests out of it it was like for us it was also a networking but also like a reason to get out and celebrate 
and then now I got a beer gardens. I got to hang out with you guys. You guys are both awesome. I got to meet. I got to hang out with Shay a little bit. I haven't seen him in a while. All these, whoever the. Well, I mean, from two perspectives, because you're saying, well, you got to get out and have fun. Yeah. And then you got to be productive. I and mean, I that's got no, yeah, if excellent. you're not laughing that's, or learning, there's no point to doing it. That's, right? that's excellent. one of my mottos, I think. If yeah. I can have a motto, and <laughs> mottos are kind of weird now, but no, it was, it was, it was so much fun. Like, it was actually kind of funny when I was texting with Liz, emailing back and forth after I think the fourth day. I finally was like, who am I even interviewing? I didn't know who. <laughs> I was like, yeah, come on over. I'll pick you guys up. I'm like, oh, wait a second. Who am I interviewing? So then I looked at your Instagram and I was like, okay, this is interesting. That's how I would describe you at the start. I was like, interesting. I'm like, okay. So then I was texting Shay and I was trying not to text him because I know he's got 12 yeah, yeah, bajillion yeah. things on the go, right? I saw him running around the walkie-talkie. I'm like, okay, this guy's, I'll try and not bother him, right? So Good. then I'm waiting and I'm texting. I'm like, okay, you guys coming today? And they're like, yeah. Liz is like, yeah, we're coming, we're coming, we're coming. So I'm having a beer. I'm sitting there, and then I turn around. I'm like, I pull up your Instagram, and I do this. I was like, literally, I'm like, that's got to be the guy. And I'm talking to T. I'm like, that's got to be him, right? So then I obviously went and said hi, and yeah, I couldn't be more happy to hang out with you guys. This has been an absolutely amazing weekend. Yeah. I love me. I as much as I never thought I would be doing networking, it's become one of the more like more fun things for me to do. Yeah, that's what that's what I was sort of saying with to you for for like, what's the use of Twitter in this day and age yeah, yeah, yeah. for you? I think it's a fun, like a social way. I think yeah, like a yeah, re yeah, relatively yeah. enjoyable way for her to just get, you know. So, and, yeah. this, and now, and now, when you go back home, now I have maybe a little bit more of an audience in the states because for some reason Nevada really likes me, but now I have hopefully Atlanta really likes me. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So and then uh, and, you know it helps out that you're really fun and nice to talk to. That's always a bonus, right? I think with this game, I think that the key is consistency. I think with yeah. anything that's like social media based, it's like consistency just because someone finds you and then they can just they can binge if they want right sort it's, of it's, yeah binge on the I past release, and then yeah and, but then continue to stay with you they can look forward, forward to the next episode right the exactly. biggest one for me i found that tia really drove home i can't believe she's so good at this stuff it blows me away her biggest thing was professionalism first so that's why I got a table, YouTube, the lights. Yeah. And that's that stood out to me when I saw Shay's interview yeah, with you. That's and, I was like, this looks legit. And when you mentioned that, I was like, oh, she it's was working. right. Yeah. Awesome, right? Yeah. And then even like 90, and the biggest thing though, I want the guests to be comfortable because like at the end of the day, you're in a foreign country going to a different, a stranger's house, right? And like, I've had girls on and they're like, do you mind if I bring a friend? I'm like, yeah, please. Whatever makes you most comfortable, please do it. So that's why like, some people enjoy a glass of whiskey. Some people want coffee. Like she had a, she had like four cups of black coffee while I was here. I'm like, if you want five, I'll give you five cups. Like it doesn't bother me. But yeah, it's it's unbelievable the level of what the level of professionalism can give you. Like, cause my I try and keep my Instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. together, right? Yeah. And that's that's one thing I really notice about hip hop artists is their Instagrams are very specific. Instagram and for a while has been like what websites used to be like. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like in that's nineties, yeah. Yeah, like uh, like what does this person have going on? Who is yeah. this? Who is like who is like the, the your your I guess mark of like legitimacy or or who are you right? So mm. so then and and then the reason that that's what it is because that's the way that you speak to your audience. Yeah. So. That's why rappers Instagrams will, and I guess there's a theme going. There's a con. There's a consistency of the quality, which I totally get. Like the, I don't. The, I, I think the theme. I I I don't. I don't think I'm there. And I see like Shay's. Like you look at the color scheme and all that. Yeah, Shay's got his purple. My blue dog thing Eddie's got that, yeah. that purple color scheme and all that. 
So I see that and I'm like, oh, okay, that you're doing something good. I'm not yours. I, I'm not with. I, I don't have a color scheme or anything. No, like no, that, no. What but, yours screams to me is that you're having fun. That's what I liked about it. Yeah, right. I, I guess also the rapper Instagram. Yeah, for me and for many rappers, it's sort of like in in the same way that it's like the website. It's like this is the best stuff or this is the highlight reel. Yeah. yeah. So. Then for you, that's your highlight reel, right? That's the highlight reel. And then, yeah, as a rapper, you do get to have, uh, you know, fun moments. Yeah, in, like, oh, totally. Nice places, yeah. and I guess, yeah. That's one thing I found. Like, I've had artists on here before. I go to their Instagram to try and study them a little bit, and they have four posts, and they are exactly the same picture with different weird captions on it. I'm like, I got nothing from this. I got like I'll show you I'll tell you who they are after I'm not gonna blast them on the mic but I go to their Instagram and I'm like the, you're joking you have four posts and that's it but where yours I can go to you and I'm like okay cool he likes playing pool I love pool that's something we can talk about you know or like there's one with a dog there where was yeah that's a cute dog like that's cool like I can get something out of your Instagram this one really made me laugh I I want this on a T-shirt. If you ever do merch, I, love I want it. that on a t-shirt. I love it. I love it. And it, it, it I like your Instagram. It makes right, me, it, right, great, great. I get a good idea of who you are. You know, I think with the um, the lack of posting, and 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 I probably have the same, um, I don't know, the same like reservation that some of these what you're describing with the four posts is that I think there is this like insecurity of like yeah, all right, if I, I post that, yeah. and then what if it doesn't do well. Some people might be in their own world and just of chaos and disorganization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, cause I mean, I, I think I think we bodied my Twitter. I think my Twitter was so like, all I'm doing is starting fights with like, you know, racists <laughs> and Donald Trump supporters and all this shit. I'm doing like. But that's also Twitter's fun too, right? So. Right, but I'm having fun. Like, you know, like I guess I'm. I was like the my version of trolling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. okay like, what am I yeah, doing? Yeah. Doing this? Just stop this. And it's just like deaded it, right? Mm. So because it, I was just not doing it. So then I can relate to. An artist just, you know, there's something that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that you don't know about Instagram. So then you put a few posts out there and that they don't go or whatever it is and they're discouraged. Or, um, well, yeah, yeah. I think, I'll, or you're insecure about something else. And that's the reason, that's the only reason to not be always giving people content as an at, artist. I look at Instagram as like a public resume. Yeah. So when I look at yours, I like it. But when I look at some of, like, I'm sure jobs do the same thing. They'll look at your social media, right? Like, oh, this kid's an idiot on Instagram, right? Or this, this uh, or they got four posts, they're hiding something, you know? Like, that's kind of how I look at it. But also, I had a guest on, he owns a clothing company here in the city, Friday Night's Clothing. I'm oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. So Eric Olick's a buddy of mine, and he's friends with my girlfriend. They've known each other for years. So I had him on. I went and chatted with him yesterday. And we were talking about Instagram because I like the way he runs his Instagram too because he's got his professional and then a personal account, right? Okay. Friday night and then there's the Eric, okay. Eric from the East or something like sure. that. Um, but I was talking to him about it because I am always on the fence of like post too much or am I not po am I posting too much or am I not posting enough? Because I try and do at least something every day promoting my podcast or something funny that happened or you know funny video so, something something to be a funny video gain traction. Uh, with you in it yeah i'll make a video it'll be a funny picture of my girlfriend her dog is a goofy looking weird dog so i'll try and do something right but he he said it in such a way that like it's so simple but the way he said it it clicked really well 
it's documenting. You're not posting. Way your, better. Your way docu- better. Yeah, like, way better. That's such a simple concept, but it yeah. just blew my mind. I'm Definitely. like, so ever since I post now, I'm documenting my life. I'm not yep. forcing things on people. I'm documenting. And that was totally changed the whole way. Mm-hmm. Like, if I want to post at six in the morning, I'm going to freaking post at six in the morning, you know? Yep. Um, but yeah, I, it, the way he said it was, and, that, and that's what I get out of yours. That's what I like about yours. It's, it's, the documenting, I think the key thing that can open up is video. It can, it is a, yeah. is a, it can open up video content that's more long form, put it out on whatever, any like, you know, like it might be more on um, stories or something, yeah. Or, or live. Oh, well, yeah, I do it in stories a lot, but I, I think that the opportunity there, because in stories, it's like you can have a little joke or whatever, mm-hmm. show something that looks sexy, whatever. But in a longer form, um, like several minutes up to like as long as this, yeah, you yeah. can get to know the person. And then if it's documenting, you don't have the pressure of it needing to look good because you know it's just like a behind the scenes thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's the opportunity. But I think for you, I think consistency with um, uploading with this. Yeah, yeah because yeah, yeah, just yeah. find a way to like, you know. If you can get to like every day or every other day or five days a week or whatever. I do for sure once a week, but usually it works out to kind of like a Thursday to Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, I mean, yeah. So then they're out weekly, but sometimes like I'm like you're, I'm so backed up right now. So I'll, I'll spit out so many episodes in the next week. It'll probably be three or four episodes. Yeah. Which might be a lot, but, but but if you can, yeah, if you can get consistent with it, like with both of those things, Mm -hmm. like, you know, every week and then twice every week, whatever, yeah, then yeah. that will, that'll be a breakthrough. A lot, yeah. That'll oh, yeah, be a breakthrough. A lot, yeah. Plus, and then just word of mouth, people downloading the right guests. Cause like some guests I have, they have very little social media. So that guest will only get maybe a hundred downloads, but then someone like Shay, that was like five or 600 people listen to that one. And that's like, Oh my God. Like I checked it every day and I'm still checking it. You know, like it's, it's some people pop off. Some people don't. So I think that, so then like, I guess, as a as a rapper, as an artist, you hear a lot of there is a lot of I guess angst and negativity and like uh, resentment towards the reality of this like the climate that we live in, where anyone can make music and yeah. anyone can try to be a, a star. Yep. And therefore, there's all this competition and it's just watered down. And now uh-huh. people are Very so saturated. sick of yep. people hearing, "Oh, yo, listen to my shit," right? So then as a actually like as a talented artist who's got something going on, you're like, I got to like deal with all this shit. That's Mm -hmm. like the downside of things being all the way like accessible. Yep. The good side of it, the the reason for optimism for I guess anybody really doing their own thing in the realm of creating content is that with consistency, it doesn't even matter if it's 60 downloads or 700 downloads or 90 downloads because you're consistent for long enough. And for a podcast, I feel like this is like, you know, like, like three to seven years of consistency. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. yeah, But I feel like with that consistency with podcasting and other things, and even with music, like, like there's a a rapper named Russ, a white rapper from Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of him. Yeah. You know, Russ. People hate on that guy, but right. People hate on him. Right. And people hate his music, but, but because he's been consistent, yeah. Consistently put it out. He's found his audience. Yep, he's found time. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're just consistent, it doesn't even matter. So like the equivalent would be like, okay, if he were to make really catchy music that everyone fucks with, yeah, that would be the equivalent of like if you always had hot guests. Yeah, yeah. Then you'll yeah, pop, yeah. you'll pop way faster. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't, just even by staying consistent, you'll. 
find the audience. So that's the good news in this in this era. Yo, we big time, man. Okay, I got one last question, and then we'll wrap up. Boom. I need to know why are you the hot sauce boss? I'm the hot sauce boss. Where did that come from? I gotta know. It's just something that you're born with. It's like. <laughs> It's just, you know. You got it or you don't? <laughs> I guess how, like, you know, in the Bible and the Quran and all those books, oh they God, talk yeah, about, yeah, like, yeah. the, you know, Jesus or Muhammad, whoever it was. Divine entities. They were hearing the words, right? Yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. that's just what happened for me. So I guess you got to, you know, if you go to church on Sunday, you have to ask that, that one to someone else. Like, yo, why is Shah the hot sauce boss? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to pray about it later. I don't, I wouldn't, I don't know <laughs> to pray about more of a question if you want answered. If you. What's the meaning of life and why is Shay the hot sauce or Shaw the hot sauce? Mom? If you want to, if, if, but, uh, you know, I might be better to pray and ask for something. Oh, but but so if you just or if you're curious, I can't answer that one, but I can verify it. It's true. So <laughs> it's true. That's the best answer I've ever gotten. That'll be what we talked about yesterday. That's our Instagram. Quote. Boom. There you go. Boom. And that'll be the title. Shay true. or Shaw. The hot sauce box. It's true. It's clickbait, but I mean, it'll get the people going. Hey. I love it. Okay. Uh, thank you so much for doing uh, for taking the opportunity to come on over and do my podcast yeah, bro, with Bro, I, I appreciate you having uh, me, man. I like once, what you got going on. Yeah, once Shay uh, obviously got me and Liz in touch, I was, if you're friends with Shay, you're friends with me. Like, I have no reason not to have you on, right? Um, obviously, it helps that you've got a little bit of a following. That helps me out. It's like charity work, I guess. I always joke around that it's charity work. <laughs> That's the self-deprecating <laughs> Canadian humor right yeah, there. It, and again, yeah, you know what I mean, but uh, I wish you nothing but success oh, yeah, in the future. Yeah, yeah, we'll keep it, we'll keep um, it going. We'll keep next it going. year when you come to Winnipeg or if I ever find myself in Atlanta, you'll be the first person I text. Hell yeah. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, it'll all be in the podcast description, but this will get, I'll give you an opportunity to talk about what you want to talk about. Yeah, right I guess so probably the next track that'll come out is trap this is a whole new world Ooh. so we'll plug that in click right there at the bottom we'll get you all that you'll keep me posted on when this is going to come out and we'll line it up a week or two i think i'm a little behind but i'll definitely this will be the I'll, I'll definitely definitely take my time with this one and you know make it the what it needs to be and put that polish on it boom. absolutely boom um yeah so we're gonna go for a walk around the forks i'll show you a little bit of the city okay oh We'll put some of those clips in here. Yeah, oh, absolutely. We'll uh, some, we'll, show we'll, me the, make, make the some... Lean River and the, the Dead Body River. Don't, that one needs better branding. Just don't touch it. That's all. No, yeah. I'm Have not you, ever, you ever seen those acid baths where you pull your skin out and it's just your bone left? Um, yeah, I've seen them in the horror movies. Yeah, it's, and... it's the same idea. Right, it's, it's right. It's very similar, but the rest of the Forks is gorgeous, so we'll have a good time. <laughs> Liz asked for, last time I think all of us were together was in um, uh, Cannes on some cruise that was okay. part of some music thing. No, 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 not uh, Rotterdam. Rotterdam or somewhere. Something like Habs yeah. and um, Eric and Shay Eric, and yeah, Liz. Yeah. And Liz is like, oh, we're going to go on another cruise. And then Eric finds some Red River cruise that looks like God a water America. ambulance <laughs> in the Lean River with like the skeleton arms. Yeah. It's like, y'all need to get a better promo picture than this. But um, Winnipeg's trying, man. That's why we got the big Winnipeg. I love signs, Winnipeg. So. I love y'all are ratchet as me. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Okay, we'll end on that note. Thanks so, so much. Thanks so much for coming, buddy. Already.